0: Welcome to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast, an award-winning show dedicated to helping contractors generate more revenue, employ more people, and serve more customers. Powered by Rival Digital. Tune in each week to learn how other business owners and industry professionals across the country are staying ahead of the curve in an ever-changing business landscape. So, are you ready to dominate your marketing, get a grip on your operations, and build the business you've always dreamed of? Join your host, Eric Thomas, and get a fresh perspective on what it takes to create a world-class contracting business. The best idea wins. Now, here's Eric Thomas.
1: Hello again out there and welcome back to another episode of the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast where we believe the best idea wins and in order to achieve that, you have to pick up the dang phone and answer when your customers are calling because the AC's out and the baby's screaming and the dog's barking and the kids are upset and you need to be able to answer the phone. And I know uh, this is probably a, a topic that I know a lot of contractors are very interested in hearing about. So this week, we're bringing on uh, an expert in this matter, bringing on Michelle Jepson from Jill's office. Uh, we're going to talk about just that. So Michelle, how are you doing?
2: Hey, Eric. I'm great. It's great to be here today. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, super excited to have you on the show. Um, before we get started, why don't you go ahead and just introduce yourself for our listeners out there. Tell them a little bit about you know, what you do, and uh, we'll just take it from there.
2: Absolutely. So I'm the director of business development at Jill's office or a virtual receptionist. Who primarily specialize in the home service industry so we take um well over a million calls a year uh, for um, a variety of home services but a lot in the hvac in particular so excited to be here with your um with your fans here today um but we just are in the business of not only answering calls but we joke we're in the business of saving marriages and families (laughs) because we know the strain it's it's kind of this double-edged sword when when you start a business because you do it you know to get more freedom uh, you know, your time, freedom, financial freedom, be better support your family. But then um, as you know, you're wearing all the hats in the business and um, there's just always fires to put out and balls to not be dropped. You know, it's hard to find that time to um, have that that family balance or life balance. And so we love that not only can we help people, um, techs be able to book more jobs and and capture all their customers, but also be there more uh, with their family. So um, that's what I love doing. I'm passionate about it and love just helping um, the the technicians to be able to grow their business and and better manage it.
1: Yeah. Saving marriages. That's that's powerful.
2: (laughs) I mean, we've literally Um, had people in tears before, because I think a lot of times they don't even realize the strain um, that even just the phone itself. I mean, there's so many parts of the business, but the phone having on their, their family life and just their mental health too, because you just always have to be turned on at any moment to, you know, put on your a game, represent the business and, and close the deal. And, and that can be really wearing.
1: Yeah. And it's tough too to be able to like put a smile on your face and answer, you know, this call with the same enthusiasm and, and positivity and, everything as the next call, especially if you have one that's draining, if the customer's upset, uh, so on and so forth. And yeah, I was actually just on a meeting with, uh, another contractor of ours and we were actually working through, um, something with this call rail account. And we were just like, we were testing the, uh, the, the different pools, like phone number pools and stuff. And like, while we were testing that, like there was other phone calls coming in and there was like, there, it was, it can just get overwhelmed pretty quickly if you it know it's pretty, this time of year
2: yeah and it, for some reason everyone calls at once like you'll, your <laughs> phone line will be dead and then you know like most of the day and then all of a sudden you get to, yeah 10 calls at once and how do you yeah. answer them all
1: <laughs> yeah so let's i want to i want to chat a little bit about jill's office in a minute um before we dive into that i really want to know just you know your um kind of your outlook on on the industry and like what is the number one challenge that you all see contractors having in regards to answering the phones and and CSRs and all that stuff?
2: Yeah, that's it. That's a great question. I mean, obviously with the way the world's going, there's so much going into AI now. I mean, there's so many ways to have work with businesses without ever actually talking to them, which obviously businesses have to be available in all the different ways. You know, make sure you're responding to your Facebook messenger. Make sure you're responding if you've got chat on your website and to text messages and all that kind of thing. But there's still a great need to actually talk to a live person sometimes. And um, especially, you know, the still the median age of of homeowners are between 50 to 52 and the majority of them still like to do business by calling someone and want to talk to a real person. And that Mm -hmm. connection that's formed through, you know, the conversation and finding out their name and using their name on the phone. Those things are important. I mean, 84% of, um, Homeowners that are calling um, a home service company, especially an HVAC one, like do have no one in mind before they call and they're just Googling it and then going down through the list. And the what's going to make the difference between closing that deal and not is two things. Um, and it's not price. It's not always, it's usually not the, the most, um, the biggest one. It, it's first of all, are you responsive? Are you going to answer the phone? Because if you're not, they're going to go down the list, especially mm-hmm. like you're staying in an emergency situation where they're dying, um, you know, <laughs> their kids are crying, it's so hot. <laughs> um, or um the second thing is just if, if there's some emotional connection created. I mean, we all like to think that we're logical creatures, but we're really emotional creatures that make logical decisions yeah. based off our emotions. And so being able to really know the skills to be able to connect with people. Um, you don't have body language on the phone. You have to really learn how to use your voice and your word choice and just um, matching the color and emotion um, to be able to create that connection that they want to do business with you. Um, yeah. so, I mean, we, we train our receptionist in personalities training, how to talk to different personalities. Um, they do lots of recordings where they're like listening to their tone of voice. You know, how can you hear how your tone's here? It needs to be here. Um, and, and even knowing, um, emotional intelligence things is, you know, how do you validate the customer when they're upset, but also not necessarily, um, but learn how to deescalate them and not, um. Um, just, it, it's that, it's that fine um, balance between validating them, but also like not taking like victim mentality is that kind of thing. And so there's a lot of skills there that you got to learn. So that was a long answer, but basically understanding the importance of being responsive and, and human connection in this age where technology is trying to take over everything, but it, it can't for business to continue to thrive. Got to have that human connection still.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I know that, you know, being in the in the digital marketing side like with with Google local services ads like they'll reward you based on your responsiveness time like the time it takes to answer the phone or if you even answer the phone at all um, and we hear that so often um, you know contractors lately are saying you know my lsa is not working my lsa is not working uh, but then you go listen to their you know their calls and service titan or house call pro or call rail whatever it is it's like all right here's here's 10 calls from lsa you answered two of them um, that's gonna kind of affect your, you know, your your quality score and whatnot, and how you rank and show up for LSA. So, um, yeah, just being responsive is like the number one thing, and I feel like that's kind of the bane of any marketer's existence is like getting a phone call for someone and then they don't answer it.
2: Yeah, it's um, so painful. <laughs> so yeah, it's tough.
1: Um, another question I had is, I know you just mentioned uh, jokingly that everyone seems to call at once. I wonder, I wonder if that is, um, if that's by like coincidence or like, is there particular times of the day that you guys know that like more people tend to call than other times of the day?
2: Um, you know, that's a great question. I, obviously the mornings are usually busier as the day progresses, though um, in the evening time, you know, when people are getting off work, uh, it, it picks up again. So it's really between eight to 10 and um, I'd say like four to six um whatever your time zone that's the busiest, but really they come throughout the day. And interestingly enough, you know, by by concept, you would think things slow down on like Friday, but we found that they really don't. People are a lot of them are actually calling more on Friday because maybe they got off work early or something like that. So um that's it's it can stay pretty consistent throughout the week. Um and then I mean The call volume isn't as high, but it's always amazing how many people will call, not even for emergency things, you know, on Saturdays, Sundays, um, later in the evening, even in the early morning before before the standard eight o'clock. So really being 24 seven, I think is super vital to stay relevant and, and to capture those leads.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like as a homeowner myself, like I think about home projects and the home more Friday after 5 p.m. until about Sunday at like 4. I feel like Sunday, you know, kind of wrapping up and getting ready for the work week and whatnot. But I'm always, now that I think about it, like all the times I've called for pest control or lawn service or a plumber or something is because I was doing something at home and I noticed there was a leak or I noticed that there was something and it was just because I was there paying attention to it. Whereas Monday to Friday, eight to five, mm-hmm. I'm out of here. I mean, right now I'm at home, um, uh, for personal reasons to get the dog fixed, but, oh, um, <laughs> <died>.
2: <laughs> uh, but,
1: uh, but usually I'm at the office. And, um, so, so typically I'm at the office, I've been thinking about the house. I'm at the office thinking about work and then I get home at night and I make dinner yeah. and go to bed occasionally, you know, you get home and the AC's not working and that's when you call yeah. and it's probably, you know, like you said, six o'clock, six 30. Um, so that that's really cool. so how does how does Jill's office kind of come alongside the contractor uh, you know for those after hours to be able to offer twenty four seven services for you know for their businesses?
2: Yeah. so I mean, people use this in a variety of ways, but the majority use this as backup. So they either answer the phones themselves or they have some office admin. Who's um, there to answer the phone? Some sort of CSR, and then they just have us as backup to make sure the calls don't get missed. So they'll have it ring to them first, and then ring over to us. You know, usually they have it turned on 24/7, just because if you get those multiple calls in, or if your office manager is at lunch, or um, maybe called out sick that day, or whatever it may be, that you make sure you have someone as backup. Um, so that's how the majority of people use us, and I, I think it works excellent that way because then you're still having control over, you know, the. Majority of calls that come in, um, but just make sure that there's someone there to always have a live, friendly voice whenever someone calls. Some people use this all the time and that works as well. They're, they use this as their primary receptionist. Um, and some say, you know, I'm only going to use you on the weekends or, you know, at mm-hmm. night. So there, there's a good variety of it. Um, I just always tell people and it doesn't matter. I mean, I say it doesn't, it does matter who you use, make sure you use someone good, but just make sure you have some system in place that every call is going to get answered, you know, across the board and, and that you can list 24 seven in your Google posting and that, you know, someone will always be there to answer.
1: Yeah. I feel like I see a lot on Facebook um, in the different Facebook groups of people. It, it, it tends to be one of the, Um, probably one of the more popular asked questions is about after hours answering services Um, just because I I feel like there's um, there's a need for it for sure, because that's when people are calling and it's not always easy to have, uh, you know, a team member there to answer the phone at 10 PM at night. Um, So how, how does that work? Like as far as, you know, say after hours, um, they're getting calls, do you guys book the job? Do you, Um, Do you qualify the lead? Do you do all that stuff for them?
2: Yeah, all the above. Um, We can customize it really to what you want. So some business owners are just, you know, just capture their information, get their contact info, send it over to me, let them know, call them back. So we can do that. Others like us to give out, you know, bids um, or at least, you know, service call fees and things like that. Um, And others want us to actually book the job. And so we can really customize it according to what you want us to do on the call. Um, and kind of like our secret weapon, another way people use this is for outbound follow-up. So, you know, there's a lot of leads that don't just close right away. So what are you doing with those? And, and just getting, yeah. a system, again, a system in place that someone's going to follow up with them, see if they made a decision or ready to get booked. And it's amazing um, how much revenue and how many jobs you can book just by being the proactive one that actually does that because a lot of your competition isn't.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Follow-up is, is huge. Let's, let's chat about that for a second. So what, what does that look like? Are there particular like lead nurturing sequences that you guys follow for like
0: follow-up?
2: So again, we, we kind of just customize according to what the, what the customer wants, but I mean, anything from calling on leads from a website form to Facebook leads um, to, you know, Angie leads or whatever it may be, or if it's just um, people that you've already given a quote to, but haven't, you know, Book the job yet. We can we can get those called. A lot of times people will have us to, they'll just pull a list of all their customers and have us call, you know, to do um, HVAC tune-ups or if there's some, um, you know, spring deal or, or just checking in on customers. We can do a variety of things just to, to touch base, follow up, see what they're needing help with, ask for referrals. Um, we even do satisfaction calls to, um, you know, try to get reviews and make sure if there are any concerns, we get those addressed so they don't leave a bad review. So there's a variety of ways that it can be used.
1: Nice. So what is the ideal, um, what's the ideal call look like for, you know, like someone's calling in, like what, what, how do you all measure like success with the call when it comes in?
2: Sure. I mean, some way you want to progress the relationship. So obviously answering the call, making sure it's clear who what company you're answering for, answering with your company name. It's amazing. If you do, we do a lot of random like test calls to a variety of home service businesses. And it's amazing how many just answer hello. And, you know, it's such a basic thing, but a lot of people still aren't answering with their company name, introducing yourself and then making sure you're happy Grabbing the customer's name as soon and early in the call as possible so that you can then use their name throughout the call. That's that's really big to establishing connection there Um, and just making sure you're getting their contact information again, at least an email and phone number so that if for some reason they aren't ready to book right away, you can do that follow up with them. Um, And if you're using some sort of CRM or follow-up tool that to be able to capitalize on that. Um, And, and then just making sure that you're um, qualifying them. I mean, there's, depending on what they're calling for what service business you're in you want to help avoid you know the tire kickers or or people that it's going to maybe waste your time to go out there and, and give a quote um and yeah and just making sure you're you're establishing that connection make sure that they feel valued that they called in and that you're happy to help them out and hopefully book the job
1: yeah do you uh so you do business development there so you don't you don't do you answer calls at all
2: um I used to and if the if um you know we all of a sudden see a huge spike up in our call volume if I need to hop on for a minute to help I, I definitely do so I still try to keep fresh
1: Are you comfortable role playing a call Yeah let's this do is something it Something we've never done this on the show let's before Let's do it I was
0: this, just is like, <laughs> this
1: is what we should do because I when you said that some people just answer the phone saying hello like it triggered me because like I listen to so many phone calls and it is, it just blows my mind. Some of them are just like, hello, I'm like, <laughs> what, do mean, what do you mean? Hello? Like this person is about to possibly give you money. You need to put a smile on your right. face. All right. All right. I'll be the customer. Okay. We'll let's do here. it. It'll be Jill's office. All right. Ring, ring, ring.
2: Hello. Thank you for calling a plus. <laughs> this is Michelle. How can I help you
1: today? Hey, Michelle. Um, I just got home from work and our uh, our AC is not working. I was I turned the thermostat down, um, but it's it's not blowing cold air out of the vents.
2: Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. That is not fun to walk home to. That is it.
1: <laughs> no, no, not at all.
2: Well, let me. Um, I would love we'd love to help you out with that. Let me just get some information from you, and we can see how soon we can get out there to get that like take a look at for you. Um, um, and then I'd grab your, you know, your name, your phone yeah. number, you want to validate them, but also sound optimistic. Yeah. One, um, one secret to that, we teach our receptionists when getting their email is to always give a reason and, and to not make it a yes or no question. So you don't yeah. say like, can I get your email? You say, Hey, what's the best email to send an estimate to? Um, so that way they're not getting out of it or it's harder for them to get out of it. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we can go through and keep doing it, but I don't know how much.
1: (laughs) No, 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 that's perfect. I just, I needed that much. That's perfect because I really appreciate that when you got the contact information up front, um, like you said, in case it gets disconnected, but also because they may not move forward with your services, but now you can put their email into a, a campaign or you at least have it for, you know, maybe they get an estimate and they ghost you. Well, in the shoulder season, when everyone's slow, you can call back to them. Hey, Mr. And Mrs. Smith. Um, you know, I, I remember that we came to your home and provided an estimate, blah, blah, blah. I want to tell you about the special we got going on right now and see if it might be, you know, a better time at this point to move forward with something like this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You will you can't do that. If you just go straight into, you know, doing the other stuff without getting their, their information. So that's, that's really cool. Um, and I know the listeners out there can't see my face, but. Michelle was smiling and I was also smiling and I had a problem and I was still smiling just because you can, (laughs) you you can, you can't hear a smile, but you certainly can feel that energy through, through the phone for sure.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll, I'll do a test right now to people that are listening. So I'm going to do the exact same way I'm saying this. Hello. Thank you for calling a plus home services. How can I help you today? Hello. Thank you for calling a plus home services. How can I help you today? I literally said that the exact same, but you can hear my, my, my tone goes just a little bit higher, a little bit more friendly. I mean, in a way you can kind of hear a smile. So it's, yeah. it's amazing. we actually tell our receptionists we give them all a mirror to put right by their desk just to remind them like smile, smile every time you answer that wow. phone and dial. Um yeah. it, it, it does make a difference. And obviously, I mean, you want to be careful when they're upset. Like I'm not gonna be super perky to your situation that, you know, your AC's out because that sucks. But at the yeah. same time, then I'm gonna try to like help elevate the conversation that hey, we got a solution, we can help you out.
1: Yeah, it just it just raises their confidence too that like this is a common problem and it's okay and it's gonna get fixed, and we're the ones that can do it for you. Um you know that's that's funny you mentioned about the mirrors because I was I was on site with a client recently and they had that they had mirrors like in kind of like in their uh, CSR department and they all had like sticky notes to themselves about like turn off your RBF and like all these other things whenever someone calls so um, that's that's really neat.
2: <clears throat> another another tip I love giving people too is as much as possible, you know, especially when you're talking about pricing focus on the value. And I mean, we call fee the F word. If you can avoid saying fee, like a service fee, don't say it. So, you know, instead of saying, you know, the service fee to come out there is going to be $89. You say, oh, you know, we'll send, you know, a skilled tech with a fully equipped car out there for $89. He's going to diagnose the problem, see what other things there that we need to address. And just, you know, always build the value when you talk about pricing. And that way they're, they're not just fixated on, I have to pay someone to come out to my house, but they're fixated on the solution that you're going to provide.
1: Yeah. So what, what happens and, and how can contractors overcome, uh, not just tire kickers, but people who just want the price up front, how much is it going to cost to fix this?
2: Yeah. So I think that, I mean, basically just kind of matching their tone and I mean, I, I would say, you know, I don't want to give you a misquote like we, you know, I can give you a range of what it will be or a minimum, but we really want to come out and see specifically what's going on so that you know exactly what you're signing up for. We wouldn't want you to, you know, think it's a certain price and then it's something else changed. And it could be more or less than we would think over the phone. So it really works best for us to come out and take a look to make sure that we're addressing it properly and giving you the correct quote. And just again you want to always what's in it for them so yeah. what is the benefit to them to not getting a quote right now well if we come out there we're going to make sure it's accurate we're going to do a thorough diagnosis here's everything you're going to get from it so just always make it about them
1: yeah here's a random question who's jill
2: <laughs> that's a great question you know what we're all jill there's actually no official uh, jill um no. <laughs> The business actually started. Um, our, our founder's brother was a contractor, and he was he had he was working for a bank at a call center. And he was driving with his brother one day, and his brother's phone rang, and he's like, "Aren't you going to answer that?" And his brother's like, "No, if they want to do business, they'll call me back." And it just kind of felt like a kick in the stomach to him, just because. You know, he knew, call, center. like, you got to answer your phone. and he just yeah. realized you know, there is a great need for, for this. And, and there's so many answering services out there that sound like an answering service. So what well, we wanted to be really different, that we actually sound like we work in your office. And I mean, we get mistaken all the time to be the wife or, um, you know, the, the mother or the, I don't know, we have some dudes too, that, um, you know, <laughs> someone actually works there and we're obviously not going to know all the ins and outs, but we just wanted to have that that warm charm on the phone that you can have reliable backup that actually sounds good um so when he was he realized hey we got to start this business and so he's just like you know we'll have like jill answer your call and it just kind of stuck so
1: (laughs) that's awesome yeah i was just looking at your website it said meet jill that's uh that's a cool story um Yeah. So you guys, your goal is to sound like you, you know, you want to sound like you you work for the company. What, what does that entail? Like what's the, what's the onboarding process look like to get to that point where, because I imagine you have a range of contractors in different States, different demographics, different, you know, different price points, different equipment offered, so on and so forth. So what's that onboarding process look like to get you all to the point where you sound just like, you know, the next person who works there.
2: Sure. So I mean, we've been doing this for almost eight years now. So we've gotten pretty good at knowing what kinds of questions are going to come up on the majority of calls. And I do like to tell people we're not going to know everything. So I don't want them to assume this is the exact same of having an in office assistant because it isn't. But it's a nice um, supp- um, supplement to it. Or, you know, if you don't have one yet, or um, to be able to, to step in and fill that you know, 80% of your calls are going to be pretty much the same questions that people are asking. So we have a simple call instruction form that goes through. Here's some basic information that majority of the time gets asked on the call. Have you fill out the answers to that? And then we customize your scripts. We have our own proprietary system that the calls will come into. And when the call rings in to whichever of it. All your company info pops up on the screen that you gave us. And so the Jill can see all that information and be able to guide the call um, according to what the customer needs. We don't believe in working by word by word scripts just because it can sound so robotic and You you want to sound natural. I mean, we try to direct the call, but also not, oh, I can only say this at this moment because then it makes the call awkward. (laughs) So we have kind of guidelines in there according to how you answer the questions and we set up your scripts. And then, I mean, we can you up and going within as little as 24 to 48 business hours um, just by how well we've been able to streamline the whole process and the team we have in place to set you up.
1: Nice. Does everyone that works there, when they answer the phone on behalf of the client, do they say it's Jill?
2: no no uh, they use their own name just because if they call back and it's a different person it can be really confusing so um yeah. they'll use their own name everyone's <laughs> there just... yeah at some point our our boss jokes all the time if anyone um, has a baby and names it jill they'll get like a ten thousand dollar bonus but nobody's taken them up on it yet so <laughs> that's
1: hilarious yeah i was just i was curious because i know sometimes like in google reviews people will leave they'll say like you know Amanda or Tyler or you know whoever was so kind on the phone to me. I was wondering like how many Google reviews out in the world right now are just like Jill is awesome. And <laughs> it's like across the board, every company is. That Jill. would be amazing. It's yeah. amazing
2: how many reviews I've seen too. That again, going back to where we started, like I called around to five different places, no one picked up their phone. I was so glad somebody answered, and they'll even tell us that on the phone sometimes um, that that we weren't the the cheapest, but we're the only ones that are actually responsive. So they're gonna book with us. And so it yeah. again, it, it really does make a difference.
1: Yeah. What's the craziest thing that you all have experienced in the eight years that you guys have been around?
2: Oh man, we get lots of crazy calls. I mean, we've gotten proposed to on the phone. We've had clients um, ask us, I mean, to like ask a girl out on a date that did not go well. Do not outsource that. Um, (laughs) I think one of our crazier calls more recently was um, a customer called in and they were super upset because they caught on their ring video. One of, um, they saw their truck and one of their texts, like in their front yard and they're like I'm calling the cops if you don't come take care of this I don't know what that oh was in
1: gosh.
2: but we get a lot of crazy calls but they you know they keep life interesting <laughs> yeah
1: wow that's crazy yeah I feel like if it were if it were legal it would be a really good like content series to like share the craziest call of the day <laughs> all the week or something like that that would we've be thought about nice.
2: that, like starting a YouTube station, but yeah, with the I'm not sure with the legal. Maybe if we bleeped out the name. I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, is there anything we haven't chatted about yet that you were kind of hoping to cover or touch on?
2: Um, I mean, I think this is amazing. I I think um what we've talked about, I just, you know, for a business to really be able to thrive, they got to have someone helping to get their call to ring, uh, which is what you guys do so well, and then making sure you got a system in place to get an answer too. So. If you've got that done, then um, then you should be in good shape. And I would just recommend to people that if you do have someone in office that is taking the majority of your calls, put them through some sort of customer service training. Um, a lot of people think that, hey, anyone can answer the phone, but you'd be amazed how your conversions can, tra- can change if you actually have someone go through some real training to really understand the science of, of answering the calls. So that can make a big yeah. difference in the business.
1: Yeah, it's so crazy because, you know, the folks answering the phone, like your CSRs and even your dispatchers when they're on the phone too, like they're the front line of your company. This customer may have, you know, seen your billboard, heard your radio ad. They might have seen you at the, the community barbecue that you sponsored. They might have seen you, you know, on a yard sign. They've Googled you you've spent all this money to acquire that company, acquire that, I am mean, not that company, acquire that customer, um, you know, through the seven touch points of marketing to, to get them to pick up the phone and call you when the time was right. And the person who answered that answers the phone or doesn't answer the phone, either way, that's the front line. Like that's right. essentially like, that's that's ground zero for you. You got to be ready to like answer it. And so often, like you mentioned, so often the contractors want to hire just anyone, because you know, like you said, anyone can answer the phone. All they got to do is answer the phone. It's not that hard of a job. But like th- these people are, it's the front line of your business. That can make or break your company if you have the wrong person answering your phone. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. Well, Michelle, this has been awesome. This has been this has been a quick conversation. I usually <laughs> these things seem to go by slow, but this one went by really quick, which was a good sign. I mean, this was a good conversation. I uh, had fun chatting with you. Yeah. So, uh, you know, for our listeners out there, what's the best way for them to, uh, to get a hold of Jill's office and learn more?
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, you just go to our website, jillsoffice.com. You can check out a free demo on there and um, yeah, if you have any questions, feel free to email me too. I'm Michelle at with two L's at jillsoffice.com um, and we'd love to help you out however we can.
1: Awesome. Well, Jill, thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast
2: Thank you, Eric. This is a pleasure.
1: Yeah, and to our listeners out there, thank you all for uh, you know, for tuning in. I just uh, last thought uh, earlier I mentioned my dog was getting fixed. I that came out a little weird. Uh, he's already been fixed. No worries. Um, he has he has uh, like papillomas in his mouth, so we're taking him to the vet. Um, I couldn't think of the word at the time, so I just said we're going to get him fixed. Um, but yeah. He's already been fixed, so no worries out there, everyone. I know a lot of you all are very you know, very in- invested in Rudy and uh, in his story. Don't worry, Rudy's a good boy and he's healthy and all's good with him. So <laughs>
0: well, he
2: gets better soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, thank you all for listening to another episode of the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast, and we will see you all next time.
0: Thanks for listening to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast, powered by Rival Digital helping business owners and industry professionals across the country stay ahead of the curve in an ever-changing business landscape. We hope you learned something from this week's episode. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast. Thanks again for listening to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast.